what you feeling about these gas prices, man? This shit is ridiculous. <laughs> it's it's tearing, tearing me up three times a week, 300 a week. I'm telling them they, they got to do something or nobody will be, be driving anywhere. These gas prices are crazy, like, crazy, like, it's taking, it's going to take 80, 90 dollars to fill up. The United States got 30 years of a, 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 a supply of gas and stuff that they won't even let loose. You know what I mean? And we suffering at the pump. They need, they need to do something for people instead of for themselves. Change the shit. This shit is fucked up. That's all I'm saying. In a minute, everybody gonna be on the goddamn bike. It's on the issue of uh, uh, gas prices after waiting for a long time uh, to have enough chips in this country to finally get my electric vehicle. I got it uh, and drove it from Michigan to here uh, this last weekend and went by every single gas station and didn't matter how high it was. Yeah! Let them drink cake. Didn't matter to me how high I was. I got an eighty thousand dollar pension from the state of Michigan. Hundred seventy five thousand dollar salary. I'm a millionaire anyway. Who drove you? Where the hell in the middle of West Virginia you gas up with electricity? I ain't sitting in no lot in West Virginia middle of the night gassing up on electricity for half an hour. Breaking news. That's no more bullshit. Five, six hundred no miles. No bullshit. You can't go that far in a Chevy Volt. Who are you bullshitting? Let them eat cake. Holy smokes. This outrage is brought to you by American Coney Island. I know what you're thinking. Prices are high. You don't know what to get daddy for Father's Day. You haven't even thought about it. No. You're dying at the pump. Here's what you do. Go to AmericanConeyIsland.com. Do it by, what? when is it? Uh, uh, one of these Sundays. Is it Sunday? Next be, Sunday. Just do it now. It's Sunday by like noon, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, to get it shipped oh, out, yeah. Yeah, okay, just do it by Saturday night at 9 p.m. You'll be sure to get a dozen famous Detroit dogs with... Why'd that go out? Don't be messing with this show. Annoys me, because I don't got an electric car. <laughs> ain't no electric car in my future. My power went out last week. Ugh. You got to pay attention to the prices driving what by the gas it, what station. What happened if there's a tornado in my power when I couldn't drive away? <laughs> I got to be living in my electric car. But I digress. If you haven't thought about dear old dad, you know dad loves to cook. The thing about cooking is men don't do it. But whenever there's something to be roasted, there we are. I'll cook that. <laughs> I don't get it. I do it. I'm like, I don't cook shit. But yet I'm the grill master. I tried to screw it up a little bit so my wife so don't, don't ask to me do to it. cook more other <laughs> exactly. stuff. They think you're going for Cajun flavoring. <laughs> Burnt. AmericanConeyIsland.com. A Coney kit with all the fixings. The onion, the buns. What else in there, Red? The hat. The, the onion. And the dogs. And the dogs. All made especially for AmericanConeyIsland.com. And the chili. And I forgot the chili. Proprietary chili. 105 years old. Old Greek family recipe. Not the one that comes in the case. They're just a recipe. Okay, thank you for that, Red. Now, let's, let's, okay. Karen. Yeah? You got nice cars. You got an electric car? No. Because uh, I, I can't believe that United States Senator, what's her name? Debbie? Stamina. Debbie Stamina. Debbie Stamina. Yeah, mm -hmm. I was thinking Debbie Dingle, Debbie. Debbie Antoinette. Karen Nancy's. 
Like, hey, 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 no Karen. (laughs) (laughs) Play that clip again in case people are just joining us late. It's a podcast. Nobody's joining us late. I just wanted to hear it again. That's fine. I do have to say just on the issue of uh, uh, gas prices, after waiting for a long time uh, to have enough chips in this country to finally get my electric vehicle, I got it uh, and drove it from Michigan to here uh, this last weekend and went by every single gas station and didn't matter how high it was. And so I'm looking forward to the opportunity for us to move to vehicles that aren't going to be <laughs> dependent on the um, whims of the oil companies and the uh, international markets. Oh, God. It'll be someone else's whim. That sounds so disingenuous, Charlie. I mean, it does. It is. Sounds like the next electric car commercial. Hey, well, look, man. Uh, we're in the bottom third of income in this state. That's what's happening in Michigan, right? We make about 60000 per family. That's about what a electric vehicle car. When are we going to get that? Yeah, it's not like they're affordable. Unless you have a Tesla. I mean, if you if you want, what if you want to drive a nice car? You know, I mean, do you have to drive what? I don't even know what they are, but, you know, they're not very appealing. Uh, they're not very attractive. No. I, I just want to talk about stupid representation. Amen. Who, who's the energy secretary? Former Michigan Governor Jennifer Granholm. <laughs> that is correct. What in the, don't, don't hire people from Michigan. Don't, don't talk about any of that. I mean. The big three's figuring it out. They're going down south. Yep. Abandoning yep. us. Yep. Look, this is a clear case of the cart before the electric horse. You all know we pay attention to this grid in Michigan. couple of statistics to remind you. We're 47th out of 50 states in the affordability of our electricity. We are 46th in grid reliability. We are 4th. In power outages, we are third in total power outages, and we're second slowest in the country getting the power back on. We're not ready. No. That's why when you drive to D.C., like um, that one example, that's why you probably power up in another state, right? Or, you know, you got to pay a couple thousand bucks to get it. this stuff put in your garage. Yeah. No, that's What if thing. you're a renter? And, and And on top of that, your infrastructure might not even support getting it put in your garage. Amen. That's yeah. But notice she said, you know, as soon as I got my chips in order, and I'm thinking, like, what does she mean? Does she mean the electric chip? Does she mean her money? What is she talking <laughs> about? Better made. Better made. Yeah, is she getting, like, green stamps? <laughs> Every time she makes a trip, why don't you save up for the new fucking Volt? Now, look, here's the other thing she said. We all know Europe's trapped in the trick bag because Germany decided... To get rid of, you know, coal-fired plants, nuclear plants, and then they're all in with the natural gas from Russia. Yep. Right? How'd this that is work out this for them? you're moving too fast. Everybody wants electric vehicles, everybody wants less emissions, right? But in order for us all to drive electric cars, we're gonna have to increase power generation by 25 to 50 percent. We're gonna need the wires, we're gonna need the stations to plug in. You gotta yep. put that shit in first. Yep. The grid is a You can't move the whole economy one way without being ready. That's why gas is doing what it's doing. But what's the cost of, you know, I've never, I don't have an electric vehicle. I get premium gas, but what is the cost for the charging stations? I mean, those things aren't free. I've never heard anybody talk about what the cost is for those right now. It's like 11, 12 bucks. It's, you know, but here, Mm -hmm. let me, let me, before we're going to find out about why gas went through the roof right in Michigan, some of the most expensive in the United States and ours, went up 45 cents a gallon in a week. 
which tops the country. So we got a friend who's going to explain gas. But before we do, what is U.S. electricity generation by energy source? You got to make electricity with power. You got to power turbines to make electricity. Sure. Generators, right? Was so it coal? Okay. 60% are fossil fuels, <laughs> natural gas, and coal. 20% is nuclear power. Yeah. The other 20% is renewable. That would be wind. 9% is wind, 6% solar. Is water. Oh, the tides. We've, yeah. already, we've already dammed the rivers, mm -hmm. so we're not going to get any more there. And 3% is solar. Hmm. So we're not ready for this. No. We're regular people living a regular life trying to get through this summer, and they're promising me power blackouts. <laughs> <laughs> Think of a, a, a good weatherman forecasted that before it started happening. And we don't have much. We have like less than 100 sunny days. Yeah. So solar's not our answer either. Mm -hmm. I mean, we all want it. It's going mean? to take some time. You better be careful, Mary Barra, because if you decide to push, gee, I'm totally electric, we're not ready, you ruin the company. But you'll be Who long gone. Who is one of the top paid CEOs in Michigan? She made like nearly $30 million in compensation last oh, wow. year. Over $30 million. Yep, sure did. Now, we thought we wanted to do this because everybody's yelling at gas station owners like, fucking gouging me, taking advantage of me, you motherfuckers, right? <laughs> 45 cents. I, dro I dropped my kid off at school around 8 a.m., mm -hmm. picked her up around 4 p.m., and gas had gone up 10 cents a gallon. <laughs> she lucky she got you as a dad because if it had been mine, she'd have been catching the bus home. <laughs> and then the next day, I'm driving, and it went up another 10, so it went up 20 cents in 24 hours all along Woodward. Now, joining us, good friend Tom Conja, who is the owner of Tell Warren Shell in Dearborn. What's up, Tommy? What's up? Thank you for having me, Charlie. Yeah, uh, you got it, man. Okay, dude, are you guys gouging us? Are you taking advantage of a market going up? And up? How do you set your gas prices? Set our gas prices. So first, we get an email from our jobber and from Shell that tells us this is what your rate is. Then we have to calculate the state tax, federal tax, the set price for the exercise tax, environmental, and then we get to take our markup. And the markup is only maybe five to 10 cents. And some areas, depending on what your payment is and what it is, depending on what area you're in, you have to take a little bit more because your, your gas is a little bit higher on the rack rate. So once the market sets, we get an email from Shell or BP or Exxon, whatever station you own, and it will tell you, hey, this is the price you're paying and we got to calculate it. And then we say, all right, we're taking 10 cents. And don't forget, that doesn't even account for any maintenance you got to do. So if you want to take 15 cents, because you know, things are your pumps go bad, things go here. You got to maintain that. So, so really not much. It's mainly what we get from Shell. They're the ones controlling what we have to put it in. So how does it go up 20 cents in 24 hours? <laughs> That's what they email us. So last night, so last night it actually went up 12 cents. Not in our control. I got an email. It's like, really? Again? So how often do you get a delivery? Uh, it all depends on how much gas you do. For me, I do... I would say either every two to three days or every other day, depending on how busy we are. Mm -hmm. um, there's other stations maybe once or twice a week. Um, I know another station, they get theirs almost every other day. So you're locked into a, a price and you're looking sure. at like 10 cents, but it is within your power to say, fuck it, man, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to jack this shit up 25 cents. You can do that, right? Right. You can do that. 
But at the same time, it's not a short supply. But the other thing is, too, are you really going to go to that gas station if they go up that high? Like a person putting 50 cents, you're going you're gonna to notice that because everybody else around them is this price, this price, where person 50 cents, I mean, you can't necessarily call it gadget because it's not a short supply, but you can go to the other station. But the, that owner is not going to do that because he still wants to attract you there because mainly everything we need you to do is come inside. Do you own multiple stations? Yes, I currently own, we currently own two stations. Okay, are they within prox- immediate proximity of each other at all? No, the other one is in Ypsilanti. Okay. And this one here is in Dearborn Heights. So do you so charge the same price? Because that station that we uh, manage over there, sometimes our gas prices are a little different because there's like a borderline as to who you get it from or where the hauler picks up their gas from and gets delivered. So sometimes my price, like for example, last night is for my rack rate is 409. My brother out there sent me a text. His is 413. And sometimes it'll go lower. It'll go higher. It all depends on the area it's at. But Shell's the one that tells us that's what the rack rate is. And that's what you have to price it at. Tom, why is Michigan so much higher than all the other states? That I cannot answer. I'm going to go with the, the way the tax works and the environmental. That's the only thing I can think of. But I can't tell you exactly why it would be higher than any other state. What is the Michigan tax? Because a month ago, there's talk about, you know, hey, Whitmer, repeal the state tax. This will lower prices. She said no. Now she's thinking about it. Um, some people, you know, I kind of thought, well, if you do that, why wouldn't the gas station owner keep it? Well, how would that affect the gas price? So there's two taxes. So you have the federal tax. That is pretty much a fire tax that I would get when I get my invoice from the hauler. I got to calculate everything here to figure out what that is. So usually it's about 18 cents. It can range anywhere between 15 to 20 cents, depending on the hauler. And then you have your flat tax that they give you as a prepaid sales tax. That's no matter what, 6% on the tax that I pay at the end of the month for my tax business tax that goes there. And then there's a whole nother equation you got to put in for the amount of different prices there is, the tax can fluctuate. So, so let me speed this up. Let me, let me speed this up. Yeah. God damn it, show like killer. <laughs> <laughs> look, 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 mark the fucking show killer. It goes like this. There's a federal tax, there's a state tax, and there's a state sales tax. Mm-hmm. The governor wants to get rid of the sales tax. Well, you know, didn't did who blah, blah. Yeah. I want to suspend the sales tax and the state tax. Gas tax, yeah. Those go to schools and roads and shit. So right. now the schools are going to suffer Fixing the roads are going to suffer. It's a good thing we got all the fake Biden money. So you couldn't get rid of it. It'll be a wash. It'll be the same as it was last year, year before, year before, year before. Right? Okay. We're just dying. Now, Tom, everybody thinks you're gouging, and I know for a fact gas station owners drive around, and they look at what their neighbor's doing. That's part of it, too. Right? If if Jimmy over there are going to be the first guy to go over 5, then I'm doing 505. But I dare Jimmy to do 5. I'm staying at 499. That's part of it, too, right? Correct. That that, that has a little bit to see who's going to hit that one mark. <laughs> Usually when it gets to the 99, we're kind of playing a little chess game. Who's going to go up first? But once that person goes up, it's like, okay, we can do this and we can do that. Because I know this. At 8.5 mile in Woodward, right, Ferndale, mm-hmm. Gas would be going, I'm going to round it up a penny. Gas is going for $5.40, regular, right? Cash. You go to seven and a half mile, like State Fair in Woodward, right there in Detroit, it's five oh five. So, dude, how do you get 35 cent difference? What accounts for 35 cent difference? <laughs> half mile. I'm going to go with the area, yeah. depending on what they pay on their property taxes or their note for their building. I mean, everybody's different. 
So you got to look at that. How well, you also have to remember my Sunoco there at, at State Fair in Woodward. Mm-hmm. Is where they dropped a serial killer off and the woman disappeared. <laughs> I will tell you as a person who stops and, and I pump my own gas, I'm going to look at the station, the cleanliness of the station, the location of the station. I would pay more if, in fact, I felt safer. I'm not going someplace that I feel like I'm going to end up having to walk, you know, as a result of getting out and pump gas. So, you know, does time sta- does this station, you know, have amenities inside of it? Is it clean? Are they courteous? That makes all the difference in the world. To Tom, me. Tom, are you clean? Are you courteous? Do you have <laughs> yes, amenities? Are. are you safe? <laughs> yeah, we are. I mean, she kind of nailed the she she nailed it on the head right there. I, I'm not I'm not gonna try to say, hey, fe- this is the way the fe- female or whatever woman wants to how they shop for gas. But my wife is one of them. Yep. She she will come to my station, but she doesn't care to come to my station. She'll go to the one close to the home. She likes the way it looks and everything else. Where's your wife get gas? Where's your wife get gas, dude? But I'm not going to argue. BP. Wait, where's your wife get gas? <laughs> she gets gas at Costco oh! and then the other shell and BP station. Fucking traitor. I said BP. Costco. Everybody's trying to save Charlie. I mean, to <laughs> Tom can't afford his own gas. <laughs> hey, Tom, I got a quick question for you. You know, you say they send you the emails. Do they ever send you projections on what may be coming in the future with the prices, whether you're going to have no, an uptick? Because, no, because the market changes every day. So it depends on where the market sits. And then we get the email saying, hey, this is where it's at. So honestly, the way the market's going, like I have a gas oil color. Sometimes we would wait. Because, you know, on Friday, it's the weekend coming. Usually gas always goes up because it's the weekend. That's how Shell projects it. Or on holiday. So you try to, hey, I'm going to get gas before the holiday. But kind of we're at the point now. I need the gas. We're going to order it. I have a gas oil coming tomorrow. Did I drive around today kind of when I was coming to work? Yeah, I did. And I kind of looked and said, hey, everybody's a little bit higher than me. Let's see what it is. Saw what it was. All right. I just rose it five minutes ago before I came on. Hmm. All right, Tommy. I got a gas what is it, it Tom? What is it now? What is what is regular and what is premium at your station? Premium, premium, Jesus. Regular is at five nineteen. Oh, it went down. That's cash, and credit is five twenty nine, and then the premium is six oh nine. Karen says she only uses premium. Good. I have to take premium. My car won't take anything else. I have to take. Yes, premium. it will. That's that's <laughs> bullshit too. No, it will take it. Karen, if you see me, wait, hold on, hold on, time out, where we stop? Hey, <laughs> hey, Tom, Tom, that premium thing's a hustle, isn't it? That's bullshit. It'll- no, actually, it's a hustle if you have a regular car, but if you have a premium type car with a turbo engine or anything else that requires it, because it actually cools the engine down a little bit better, a little Thank bit better, Tom. a little Thank bit. You, Tom. So, so let's say I decided to, uh, I wanted to save eighty cents a gallon, Tom. How long before my car blows up? <laughs> It won't blow up. It just won't hey! run how you want it to run. Come on, get with it, Karen. <laughs> All my old shit took lead, right? Oh, man. You know, yeah. It's going to scorch the pistons. A fucking scorch trouble, the pistons. Are you going to fix it for me? No. <laughs> no, I'm not going to fix the damn roads either. Uh, last question, Tom, here. Um, are you outfitted for electric charging? No, I am not. It has been something that has been discussed for the past... I say three years, but it has not been. How can I explain this? Because it's kind of funny. There is no right way to do it or a plan to, hey, this is how you're going to put in the gas station. This is how you're going to charge for it. And this is what needs to be done. There really is no guide to go off of like, hey, this is what we're going to do. Or depending on the area, is this the kind of traffic that we're going to have? And where are you going to put it in the parking spot? 
Has the government, local, county, state, federal, come to gas station owners and said, this is a general plan we have in mind? Have you seen anything projecting how we're going to do this in the near future? No, there's nothing. So, again. I get email saying, here's an electric thing, and this is, if you want it, this is the price, and talk to the guy. This That's is it. some dumbass shit. And do you really, Tom, do you really want a bunch of people lined up, hanging out in your lot for an hour, charging their car? No. Karen, do you want to well, hang out in a lot? No, I wouldn't dare. No, Holy I wouldn't. Smoke. See, let's get real here. Yeah, but what if I had the risk of killing the show again? What if they go inside and buy a bunch of stuff, though, while they're hanging out? Well, who's going to shop in a gas station for an hour? Well, if it's clean, I heard people will. I might get a shower. Tom, do you got showers over there? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not a highway station yet. Maybe some Would prostitutes. Yeah. Some prostitutes. <laughs> prostitutes. Peak booths. Hey, while you you're charging beer. <laughs> you got time. You know what I mean? Like, hey, free peak booth with your charge. <laughs> This is featuring this, Tom. This could be great. Oh, wow. This is going downhill quickly. <laughs> How many no, there's, show there's, killers there's do we have on this show? There's a lot that they have to figure out what they plan on doing, what we would have to do as owners to get you to charge your car. They got to get the charge down to at least anywhere between eight to 10 minutes to get you a full charger to get you where you need to go. Because like Karen said, she's not going to sit out there for an hour yeah. or half an hour to charge her car. Or let alone, let's say I make friends with the restaurant next door or I've had places to sit doesn't guarantee you you want to eat at that place or sure. even if you're hungry you're going to want to sit there i mean how many meals do i got to get to fucking get moving <laughs> right get a full tape listen to the interpretation of what tom has very uh tactfully said they don't have the slightest idea what they're doing they they don't have, they don't know and it's and it's falling in our lap but the the government doesn't know 100% everybody remember that this is just nonsense everybody running stuff is a clown like, get a plan. Let's get serious. Yeah, let's go electric. Mm -hmm. This is going to take, right, Tom? It's going to take a decade to make the investments and think it through and expand energy production. We just don't just start buying cars and listening to old Graybeard up there in the marble <laughs> corridors of Washington, D.C. It's ridiculous. Get with the real people. Okay, thank you, Tom. You can stay with us here because do you remember... When Governor Whitmer wanted to raise the gas tax by 45 cents? Yes, to fix the, the road. Could, could you imagine it'd be six <laughs> bucks base? Could you imagine? Okay, hey, Mark, yep. stop killing the show. Play, I'm play, talking to Joe. <laughs> play, play the clip right. of when Whitmer was running against Shooty for governor, and he challenged her on, on her road plan that didn't exist. Now, Gretchen Whitmer wants to have a 20-cent gas entry, uh, increase. <laughs> it's ridiculous. No, it's not. It's nonsense, and you know it. No, that's Here's what you've thing. said. I have talked to people all across our state. There was a conversation that I tell often because it's, it's why nonsense. I say it's time to fix the damn roads. Ugh. 45 cents. No, that's bullshit, 20 cents. Yeah, I, I didn't say that. I didn't say 20 cents. It's 45 cents. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's what you're driving to work in her electric limousine paid for by us. I forgot my homework. Why don't we just jack it up 45? Wow. Tom, what would that do to business? Oh, that would, that would hurt everybody. Just like I said, I'm a customer too. Don't forget, I still yeah. got to pay for my own gas here at the station. It's not free. Well, if the one you sell to me, but you, you go to Costco. Sometimes when I have to go pump my own, I'm like, really, that hurt. <laughs> <laughs> got to go back down memory lane. Oh, man, when I first bought this car, I was only pumping $30, $20 to fill it up. Now I'm putting 60 What happened here? Yeah, yeah, boy. I remember when I got that Econoline van. Oh, I, I put more miles on the couch in the back than I did on the motor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is the 80s, bro. I had the zipper pants and shit. Charlie, Charlie, 
Uh, yes, show killer. <laughs> oh, let me kill it again. Tom, um, are a lot of people coming in and like bitching at you personally or your employees as if you couldn't control this? Are they just putting their frustration out on you? Some people do that don't understand, try to explain it. It is what it is. But most people, I think the way things are going, everybody kind of understands that it's really not in our control. It never has been, and it's not. Okay. So don't hate. They might, they might, they might do a nickel, but he's he's doing ten cents a gallon. It's a That's business, surprising. and he's a customer too. It's surprising. Not passing it on. And right quick, because you mentioned earlier, and I don't think you really explained why you want customers to come in. Tell the people why it's important for them to actually walk into the gas station. Because we have goods and everything else, and it's not the gas we make money on. It's more for you to come in, and it's a convenience store because. That's what we actually make most of the money on, on everything else. Is the Gouging me on the fucking ho-hos. <laughs> you to get your stuff and be in and out and get everything you need. The gas is not what, what we actually survive on. It's not really the maintenance we got to do when we got to pay a year to like, hey, have the license and fill it up. It barely covers that. It's everything inside that we get the money from. But gas is what we survive on. Right. And I think the leadership must understand that and that we, we must have a plan in place. And I, that's what I'm expecting to get done. It doesn't exist. You all heard it. This is Tom Conja, owner of Tell Warren Shell down in Dearborn, act basically at Telegraph and Warren. Right. Give him some business, please. And does the machine work like, you know, your pay at the pump? Does that work? <laughs> yes, but they haven't updated the tap to pay, which is kind of a little upsetting from the Shell side. Okay. I had it installed a year and a half ago, and they still haven't updated the technology for you to tap and pay. That's Ooh. something we're upset about over here. Because, you know, when I pull up, if it doesn't work, they say you got to come inside, I'm out. Like, <laughs> Yeah, but that's not, all, that's not all on us. We try our best. I make sure everything's maintained to work, but it could be a chip error or something. But right. we try to do our best. So that is, like how you said, you guys come out and use your credit card. We try to make it so this way it always works. It's not always in our hands. Okay, and clean, uh, and, 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 and clean the toilets, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Just do that. Just and no make... prostitutes for Charlie. <laughs> yeah, none for me. Never paid for it, never will. Not directly. <laughs> now, moving on here. Tom, you want to hang, please? Uh, you're an enjoyable guy, uh, you know. Um the Mackinac Policy Convention, that thing where politicians, corporate heads, and reporters get, get to bed and roll around in the mud with each other up to Mackinac Island, right? Pretend they're doing stuff. Super spreader! <laughs> Super, I called it. I'm like Nostradamus. You got my tweet? Yeah, it's up on my screen. Well, okay. What's it? Let me, what's it say? Go ahead and read it, Mark. It says, uh, Michigan reporting 2791 new COVID cases each day this week. The CDC recommends masking up. So why weren't you wearing one at hashtag MPC22? Gretch, that's just science and data. Super spreader event. Oh, and one more thing. Hashtag justice for Johnny. Justice for Johnny. I was about to ask why Johnny Depp on the picture. <laughs> well, because he sent it on June 1st. Because he and Whitmer look alike. <laughs> and it was all breaking. <laughs> but he had to cut through all that day, yeah. <laughs> it was all news piling exactly. up. So now we know at least 40 people got... COVID up there, including Secretary of Transportation, Pete Buttigieg. Mm -hmm. Hey, Pete, Pete, you're up in Mackinac Island talking about abortion. What's that got to do with you in any way, shape, or form? Right? <laughs> Gas is six bucks. The airlines keep canceling flights. And you're up in Mackinac Island catching COVID? Right? You've got media personalities. you got reporters. 40. 
the reason I bring this up. This week, Michigan is averaging about 3,000 COVID cases a day and about 18 deaths, okay? All through the pandemic, if you average every day, we were suffering about 40 deaths. So the death rate is 60% lower. It's about 40%. That's pretty high. Mm -hmm. So why aren't you continuing your COVID protocols, masking up, staying apart, canceling this bullshit? Economics. It's, it's a money, Yeah, it's an election year. I'm just going to say it. I feel COVID got so politicized, right? We're going to use that to win an election, shut everything down, and ruin everything. Now that it's election year again and COVID's running away, people are dying. You don't want to shut it down because you don't want to remind anybody. Yeah. Right. What the fuck? Mm -hmm. It's time to cancel that Mackinac policy conference. It's over, it's done, it's incestuous. What do you agree with that, Karen? <laughs> yes, I would, Charlie. It it's like a corporate spring break. That's <laughs> that's what that's that's how I would. I mean, seriously, everybody is it's it's a nice event, you know, it's nice to connect. You've got people that are locked on the island. So if there's someone that you want to, you know, connect with, they don't have any place to go. But it's like one big week-long party it's like a spring break for for corporations and, and media people and does tax dollars pay for this spring break of politicians yeah they ultimately they do because if you work for the county or the city or the state um they pay for uh whatever representatives they have to attend just as the corporations send whatever representatives they send and i assume the media outlets do the same and some politicians have slush funds 501c3s 501c4s donors you don't know who they are they pay for it and it's probably the guy up there you're drinking with okay yep. you, get, you get the game it's so detached yeah. from everybody else though i mean if we talk about stabbing on how she looked with that comment i mean you wonder why because they all sit and talk to each other like, at events like, like that. Why everybody in America's pissed? Yeah. Like, come on, man. Now we got breaking news, Karen, don't we? Oh, uh, yes, we Hold do. Hold on, Mark. Give us the breaking news. So Ryan Kelly, who is one of the Republican candidates for Michigan governor, has been arrested on charges in the January 6th riot uh, the FBI confirmed uh, earlier today. He was charged in federal court for knowingly entering U.S. Capitol or its grounds disorderly and disruptive conduct in that space, knowingly engaging in any physical violence against persons or property on U.S. Capitol grounds, and willfully injuring or attacking property of the U.S., court documents say. Now, remember, he strongly denied having anything to do with this. He said he wasn't there. However, I've also learned that uh, the, it was pictures that were shared on social media that helped to incriminate him in this, in this case. He said, wait, really? Because I'm not real hip to this. I mean, I'm, I'm aware, obviously he said he wasn't yeah, there. He, he, he denied, uh, that, that, um, uh, that he was there. He, when he was first, I guess, accused and he said no. Uh, but the facts, uh, included that Kelly uh, in the criminal complaint, the pictures were taken from YouTube, social media, news outlets. Uh, is it Dave Boucher? Is it Boucher or Boucher? How do you pronounce his last name from the free press? Bouchard. Uh, Bouchard. Okay. He's got all of this on his Twitter feed, uh, including some of the pictures uh, and the links from where the pictures were taken. So that's, you know, you talk about kids always putting everything on social media. <laughs> this is what nailed his deal as well. Well, this like, you know, in some recent polls, cause obviously like the top, some, the top two Republicans, mm -hmm. Craig and Johnson got taken out for fake signatures. How weird is that? Yeah. Right. 
in some blind polls, who would you pick, right? Out of these five left over, Kelly's the leader in one of these polls. Really? Yeah. So surprised by that. I, I'm sure that might bolster his credentials with you know the super crowd on the right there, right? Right. And name recognition. But, but, it's like being a rapper and going to jail. Your credits go up. Yeah, but you know what? You're you're not really gonna hit, you know, the top of the family charts here, which is the general election. Mm. You lied about it. Well, allegedly, FBI yeah. says you did. Like, and I say this because here's some far right stuff. FBI led that. Okay. It was actually Antifa disguised as MAGA, okay? I say this, if you tore some shit up, if you tore shit up, if you actually did it, then fuck, I don't care who you are, go to prison. Yeah, it's pretty simple, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I, I feel bad for other people caught up in that who wandered in there. You know what I mean? Like you came in after and went, oh, goddamn, look at this. All right. Well, they think it was a tour? <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I will admit, I... As an observer, might go in and look. I wouldn't take stuff. I wouldn't break stuff. Right. I wouldn't punch cops. If the doors are open, I'm, I might take a look. That's it looked violent, Charlie. It didn't look like it was a peaceful uh, entree into the Capitol. You could tell it was a very tense environment. I, I don't think I would. It looked dangerous. But you were talking about, you know, there's a lot of footage of people walking in. I guess After the late, fact. yeah, and just kind yeah. of like walking around the rotunda going, oh, wow. I mean, I would have did the same thing because it looked so violent and out of the ordinary. What happened? I want to see what do happened. You that at home, Red. You don't need to go to Washington. You can do that right on the east side. I mean, let's be honest. I, you know, credentialed press went in there with them. Yeah. Right. You know, and I'm to my, my heart press. And what is press? It's a curious person. Mm. I want to witness events in life. Right. So I have a different thought about those people. But you broke shit. Yeah. You threatened shit. You participated. I'm sorry, man. Stole shit. That's yeah. where I'm at. So this guy. Wow. I I I I'd pretty much say you're done. And if you lied, you're definitely done. Yes. That's amazing. Wow. Mm. Okay. Mm, says Karen. <laughs> mm. Okay. Now, next up is uh, you know the rant brought to you by Luke Nowacki, who reminds you, you know, you don't know nobody in Washington, City Hall, County Government. You ain't getting no sweetheart contract. You don't get a no-show job. You know, who cares how well your kid does in high school if you know people in the government? You're hooked up. Every two-bit lawyer. Everybody taking a dime. But what if you need to save up for that electric car? What about your dime? Yeah. How are you going to get to You got to invest, and things are wild right now. Get some professional, honest help. A guy trying to help you retire, help your kid get to college, knowing your risk ratio yeah what you want to do that's luke nowacki you all know that 248-663-4748 grow your assets annuities retirement accounts and college savings plan call luke nowacki now 248-663-4748 so karen i went downtown you know just the other day and a plastic bag was blowing along Woodward. It's making an eerie scratching sound like a dog's nails on linoleum. This storefront's for lease. That one's vacant. You know it's bad when the Church of Scientology is empty, 
even as Tom Cruise, the Alpha OT8, is out with his blockbuster Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's walking in or out of the Guardian building because even county officials seem to have figured out that you can scheme virtually nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> if you're being honest with yourself, if you listen to the No BS News Hour, you knew downtown might turn out this way. Comeback City, because it was based on borrowing and unsustainable expectations and pyramid deals paid for with the public's dime. You can call it the debt on time development. You can call it can't lose corporate socialism. Call it what you like. But all it was going to take for the restaurants to close and the office towers to empty was a ripple in the subprime auto market or a pandemic or some clear-headed thinking about the federal government purchasing its own debt. That morning I was downtown, even the pigeons were gone. Now, I'd been subpoenaed for civil court, yes. So I'm there. I don't know why I have to appear in person as an ancillary witness in a run-of-the-mill workplace dispute. COVID's still raging. They don't have in-person murder court anymore. Six dozen guys have been cooling their jets in the county jail for three years waiting for a trial by their peers because even the judges don't want to catch the corona. And the Oxford mass murder, what's his name? Ethan Crumbly. 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 Uh, you know, alleged mass murderer, Ethan Crumbly. Even he gets to appear via Zoom. But for some reason, we're supposed to pack ourselves into a ninth floor courtroom with dirty windows. Hmm. I'll say this. The judge is a good guy. He's tan and clean and shaven. He welcomes the 26 potential jurors who are crammed into the public box like a dozen eggs in a carton. <laughs> We're breathing all over each other while the judge sits in a plexiglass box looking like a cashier at a liquor store. <laughs> Nobody's happy to be here. One prospective juror, Dave McGlynn, doesn't like the government and he thinks it's all a waste of time. I don't trust any of you, he tells the lawyer. You trust me, don't you, asks the judge. I don't know you, says McGlynn. <laughs> and McGlynn is excused from jury duty. Good answer. <laughs> Out in the half-empty hallways of the Comene Young Municipal Building, McGlynn's suspicions are confirmed. The news is beginning to percolate through the marble corridors. Mayor Mike Duggan has stuck his beak in it. Mm. Again! This time, Rob Snell of the Detroit News reports his honor outed an FBI informant as it happened... Disgraced former city councilman Andre Spivey confided to Duggan that he, Spivey, got caught on an undercover recording accepting a bribe from a towing contractor. Spivey, in turn, gave Duggan the name of the towing, towing contractor, and Duggan proceeded to give the towing contractor's name out to a handful of others all around town. Now, in a hastily convened press gathering at the Mackinac Policy Conference, which I like to call his perp walk, <laughs> you know, the policy conference, that annual orgy of oysters and self-importance. Duggan admits that he spread the towing contractor's name around town, but insists he does not know the man was an undercover informant. He even characterizes the bribe given to Spivey as a loan that his favorite councilman simply forgot to pay oh, back. Okay. <laughs> Nobody in the municipal building was buying that one. Not the sandwich guy, not the janitor, not the security guards. Who else but the towing, towing contractor would have been taping for the feds? A potted plant on the table? <laughs> Up on the 11th floor, the doors to the mayor's office are locked and the lights are off. And then an 11-year-old boy there to protest with adults, a lack of affordable housing in the city, giggles at the sight of the heads of the mayor's aides 
<laughs> Bobbing in the darkness. Checking to see if the coast is clear. Oh, man. <laughs> Never. Now, Karen, this week in her Detroit news column on Tuesdays, blasted it. Blasted it. Told, told you exactly how this shit works. Karen, why do we have this? You know, Charlie, my take, and, and, and let me say this first. I got a ton of calls, text messages, uh, and conversations as a result of that piece and everybody agreed but that's the problem everybody knows what's going on but nobody wants to say anything i had a couple of people say yeah if i if i weren't involved in this project you know I'd, I'd i'd talk i'd say but everybody's paid off charlie in one way or another that is the bottom line you know whether it's uh, a job whether it's a contract whether it's proximity whether it's access whether it's the perception of having access or opportunity and nobody wants to jeopardize their little piece of the of, of the pie by speaking up and speaking out on something that really stands to ruin the entire pie for everybody. So it's it's good old boy. It scratched my back. You, you, and you you know you know the corruption's going on. You know the people are getting raked, and the the people in a higher position do nothing because that's how they eat. Somebody said if if they said the things that I am privy to, SMH, I mean, those are the kind of messages and calls that I got. I mean, people know. And, you know, one, some of the readers were like, well, if you know all this stuff, why don't you say something? Now, one, I'm not an investigative reporter. And two, I would never violate somebody's trust. These are truths that they have to speak. That's not that's not something I can't I can't violate somebody's trust for sharing these things with me in confidence. That's not how I function. But the fact that you're saying it and the fact that you've been around and I know it exists in city and state politics for so long. It, it was it made huge ripples with Karen wrote for somebody like Karen to go, look, it's time to say it. Red, why is your neighborhood right. so fucked up? Right. And for those that's asking her why she's not saying anything, that in itself is her saying something. Ooh. She's saying, hey, overall. I'm not pointing no fingers. The system itself needs to be cleaned up and straightened out. Well, why, point. Is, why is everybody so afraid? You know, I mean, this feels more like a dictatorship. And I talked about the past that this administration has been given when no other administration has and has been held. Every other administration, rather, has been held to such a higher level of scrutiny. And I even saw a couple people comment on online saying, well, that's OK. At least he's getting something done. And like, I don't have conversations with people online. But my thing is, is that there's nothing getting done. I mean, mm. these are people that don't live yes. here. Are, these are people that are bought into the narrative of a new perception of this city. And But how do you say corruption is okay if you've got some progress to, in exchange? Let's just go wide. Like Whitmer throws a press conference for a $3 million like electric battery upgrade to a, a plant in Auburn Hills, right? A Canadian firm. And 800000 of it is coming from us. Yep. All right? Like $3 million, You heard me right. Not billion. $3 million and it's a press conference. It's not just Detroit. You saw it in Flint. You saw it with the nursing homes, right? It's You see it with the roads. It's bullshit cronyism. Now, I am an investigative reporter, and I will give you the next one, the next shoot it drop on these demolitions brought to you by ADR Consultants. It's pretty simple. They're the ones you call when you need to get something done right. Right, whether it's demolition, wink, wink, <laughs> or construction, 
or dealing with governmental red tape. No jobs too big, no jobs too small. Law enforcement, IT, all of it. Honest, ethical, and smart. That's Barry Ellentuck for a free consultation. Or you just need to unload, Karen. 348, I mean 248-318-9424. 248-318-9424. Now here's what I got. Yeah, I'm excited. Here. Document from the Detroit Land Bank Authority, dated May 12, 2020. The Land Bank has been informed by an agent of the Special Inspector General for the Troubled Asset Relief Program of the United States Treasury Department of concerns the agent has with the process and documentation regarding to the origin of the fill materials used in 65 federally funded demolition sites and 135 city funded demolition sites. The agent asserts that his concerns with the process and documentation may indicate that the fill material may not be contractual or meet contractual or environmental standards. They have been ordered to test and dig up properties. I got 200 here. 30 have been dug up. 200 more are now being tested. I went out to the neighborhood. Clyde Robinson, good dude, says they've been out here for that four times. And I asked him about the lot next to me, and they said, that ain't on the list. Wow. Nope. Well, it sounds uh, familiar, too. It sounds like a lot of your stories from seven years ago. Seven. So I'll give Johnny Fed some credit, but Johnny, I've been telling you for years, they're throwing the highway in the hole. Mm -hmm. They're throwing shit in the hole. The fact that they threw ground up crap all the way to the top, which is against the law. And you sat in the darkness and you waited to make this case. Here it is. I'm going to give you the, wow. the mayor's response. Oh. Because normally likes to respond with some legal papers, but this government document... The shoe's dropping. The shoe's, it starts with 200 and it costs $15,000 a hole to dig up and refill. You know, I was rewatching. Wait, oh. how many holes have they done since the mayor been here? 23,000. Oh, wow. Do the math. What were you going to say, dude? I was just say I rewatched a lot of your pieces, which, by the way, all available on your YouTube channel. Um, Charlie Laduff, No Bullshit News. Um, and one of the things that really popped out was somebody in his administration trying to retroactively change the law to minimize the amount of topsoil. And it's like, wait, if you're doing something to retroactively change the law, it's almost like an admission of guilt. It goes like this real That's quick. That's insane. It used to be before Doug and God here, like an eight-foot hole for a house, the basement. Yes. Yeah. You had to fill it with dirt. Clean dirt, nice dirt, fluffy dirt, right? Non-contaminated <laughs> dirt, non-highway dirt, right? Right. Then they got a quarter billion dollars from the feds. The city spent a quarter billion dollars. They passed another quarter billion dollars to tax you, plus the uh, 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 COVID COVID bailout money. Another ninety million. It's over eight hundred million. So they got the law changed. Instead of eight feet of nice dirt, you could throw a bunch of shit. Down to five feet, and then the three feet got to be dirt. Right. They started interpreting as, eh, fuck it, 12 inches. Yeah. <laughs> we get 12 inches. And then the mayor's lawyer comes to city council and goes, you know what? Let's make it six inches. And let's do it retroactively to, quote, avoid any unintended consequences. Unintended, yeah. To which I say, there's a thousand dudes in the county jail dreaming 
of a retroactive law right. to avoid any <laughs> unintended consequences. Here's the mayor's response to that treasury letter that I got, quote, the city and land bank were first notified of these concerns earlier this year by a SIGTARP <laughs> representative who unfortunately was unable to provide any specific basis for the concern. That's right. I ain't telling you shit. That's right. To determine if there was a problem, we developed an environmental sampling protocol, which apparently they never had before, for the properties and have completed the sampling process. The samples are currently undergoing lab analysis, and we expect a full report from the lab in the coming weeks. If that analysis shows any variance from environmental standards, we will take appropriate action to protect public health. Oh, my God. But you know, Charlie, I always thought that the land bank was removed from under legislative oversight of the Detroit City Council, just so that autonomy would kind of give them the leeway to do some of the screwed up things that they've done since its inception. Well, they also put in a mechanism the state was supposed to over to see the city and it was all bullshit. They're coming. I've talked to investigators. I've talked to lawyers. I've talked to contractors, former city officials overseeing the demolition. They're coming. And we'll be there. And there's no way, Mike, that you're going to say, how did we know? Because I told you for seven fucking years. And all I got was legal papers, phone calls. I'm not doing what Karen wrote about. I, I do care about y'all. You know, there's a reason I walk to continue it for my, pe my people, my friends like Red. Yes. That's his neighborhood. Yes, I stood out there in one of them lots, a couple of them. So winter time. <laughs> that's a big deal. If the media's out there, you you go ahead and go ahead and foyer that. It's out there. But Charlie, think about this too. Remember when uh, they were talking about? Uh, I don't know. I think they were demolition contracts. And I pointed this out on Let It Rip. I said, you know, the mayor did an interview on Fox Two. And he said, he, yeah, I've done that. You know, I was I was giving contracts specifically to, um, you know, to to specific contractors. He said, and, and I, and, you know, now that I look back, it was wrong. I've lost sleep over it. Really? That's the penalty for steering contracts these days. And don't forget, man, the, the, the Treasury back in 16 secretly, quietly shut the program down for two months because of the dirt. Right. Why the prices doubled. Right. Yeah. And the city. And in an agreement, end up costing them $10 million consent agreement. They're going to put all the safety shit in place. And now we could really high possibility be poisoned with asbestos Ugh. and contaminated soil. Bullshit. Real bullshit. And as a Detroiter, I'm going to be honest. I, I'm quite angry at the fact that you would even just dump this shit on our residents and community while you busy downtown trying to make it look like the Emerald City. Right, and you were out there in the moon suit because some of these lots in these yes. other prior reports that supposedly they got dug up and cleaned up, right, were when, contaminated. Were contaminated, and you can look at it. It's not even. I don't even need a test kit. You can look at the dirt and see debris, rocks, pebbles, other materials that's not supposed to be in the damn dirt. Man, all right. Look here. If you, if you're looking to close on that house that is livable, right? Mm-hmm. You call David Hall Mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> He'll help you out. 866-CALL-HALL or online at callhallfirst.com, right? Yes. You're buying. now. It ain't going down. Now's the time. Stock's loosening up. Time to get your dream. If you already have your dream and you got too much debt, 
get the refi, consolidate your debt, all at 5.2, 5.3, 5.4. Better than paying 25 on it's a not, credit card. Not a bad rate historically. It's No, it not, really isn't. Not right? for the past decade, but historically, that's a good rate. So. I got mine at 7. I thought that was Ooh, good. Yeah. That was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. All right? Just give them a call. Let's see what they can do. There's thousands of dollar equity in your house. Take care of yourself. Take care of your kids. It's going to be hard to buy a house in the future. Yeah. Right? You go to David um, uh, David Hall Mortgage, uh, 866-CALL-HALL, or online at callhallfirst.com. All right. Now, finally, little update. See, we like to do Democrats. We like to do Republicans. The Republican nominee for Secretary of State, Christina Car uh, Caramo, Hasn't gone back to us, mm. right? Uh, can you show us proof you were actually at TCF working the Trump-Biden 2020 election? Now, hammer her back. I have no reason to doubt that she was there. Okay. But just, you know, easy, just fair. provide documentation since you want to call it out. Um, I know this. You start out by saying, you were like adjudicating challenge ballots, right? Mm -hmm. we, we got a clip, right? Let, let me just say this before we play this clip. I went back all the way in 2020, looked at your social media. You weren't calling out 150,000 ballots coming in. You were there. You, you never said anything. You went on Lou Dobbs in December. You didn't talk about $150,000, 150,000 fake ballots. You talked about some minutia bullshit that you don't quite understand. Because you never worked in this, and now you want to be the head of this. Okay, so we can play that, but again, again, no mention of it. You filed a document saying you witnessed fraud, and you said in it, you witnessed containers coming in between 3 and 3.30. Exactly what I always said. Now I went back and checked the tape. How many actually came in? About 14,000. And they should have come in. Because those were the last ones, 172,000 absentee ballots were processed. If 150 had come in at five in the morning, that means for the last two days, we only processed 28,000. Don't make no sense. Yeah. You were there processing them, so you knew it was more than 20. Your math don't make no sense. But here on Lou Dobbs, you witnessed 150,000 fake ballots coming in, and here you are to tell Lou about Dumb shit. <laughs> I'm a poll challenger and I was at the adjudication table. So basically, if there is any kind of inconsistency with the ballot, say a person voted for more candidates they were supposed to or the tabulator couldn't clearly pick up who they voted for, that ballot would come across the adjudication screen. So a ballot came across the right. screen first where it was of uh, the person that voted for Joe Biden and they voted for the Green Party candidate for president. And the poll worker gave it to Joe Biden when that should have been quarantined and tossed out. So it heightened my attention. Then a ballot came across the screen where it was straight party ticket Democrat, straight party ticket Republican. And then the poll worker was deciding to give it to the Democrats. And I said, no, 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 I'm going to get your supervisor. I want to challenge that ballot, which at that time, her supervisor came over and deferred to her, asking her what she thought which it didn't matter what she thought because it was completely illegal. The ballot should have been thrown out. And the girl wanted to give it to the Democrats. To make a long story short, I went to get the supervisor who was overseeing the 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. process. So this was roughly about 4 a.m. when this occurred. The 4 a.m. I forgot. Oh, I, thought that was, he went, yeah. I went to go get him, 
And he deferred to the girl again, saying, what did she think? And it was gross because it didn't matter. The law was, the rules are that ballot should have been thrown out. And she wanted to give it to the Democrats. And he was giving her the green light to do so. So then I asked a simple question, well, why give it to the Democrats over the Republicans? And that's when the argument broke out between me and the man because he began to scream at me, telling me that, I couldn't talk to her and told her to push it through, push it through, push it through. And he told her to push the ballot through, even though I objected. And it was an illegal vote. Hmm. Massive fraud. You know, I, I like Christina. I've been on Let It Rip with her a few times. I like her as a um, smart, and I, smart I, woman. But I think that she would do much better challenging um, the, the, the lack of process to maintain integrity in the voting process overall, um, as opposed to, you know, continuing to recycle this same fraud argument that so many Republicans are hanging their hats on. I mean, at this point, it's time to move forward. I, I think it's been proven otherwise that there was no fraud that, you know, Biden, whether you like him or not, won the election. Um, but I think there's so many other pegs that, you know, she could actually hang her hat on and actually be more effective on. I agree. Yeah. I mean, I think we're trying to point all that out on this program. That's really what we're yeah. doing, right? You, you can, we're not partisan. But when I listen to somebody go, I'm bickering over a, a, a ballot at four in the morning when they're right under your nose at this point, there's 150,000 fake ballots yeah. and you're arguing over this. Now, here's the other thing. If you really understand the process, you, you put a piece of paper in it and it's got, I vote for uh, full ticket Republicans and I vote full ticket uh, Democrats. The machine is going to reject it, period. It doesn't even come over to you. It's automatically done. So I don't know how somebody's like, I just give it to Biden. It doesn't, it doesn't work that way. That's like everybody remember those bubble tests? Yeah. The SAT? Yeah, fill in, yeah. yeah. This argument that she's going by is, um, if I fill out question number one, is it A, B, C, or D? And I fill them all out. <laughs> I'm going to get it right. Why isn't everybody getting 100% on the SAT just filling all the bubbles up? The machine is going to reject it. So Once again, two errors, two human errors doesn't equal widespread fraud. And just like people that look at her go, what an idiot. That doesn't mean she's an idiot too, right? You said she's a smart woman. She's a smart woman, but I mean, but, come on with the playing around. I'm here, just right? sick of the extrapolation to the, a bigger fraud or you know, labeling oh. person by their one thought and idea. It just drives me I want to keep it simple. They all got a barcode. Yeah. They're all registered, period. Think about this too, Charlie. You got to remember when you are endorsed by someone or if you're being supported by the party or someone is contributing to your campaign, they're in your ear about part of the platform for your campaign. So that could be part of it too. You know, Trump actually endorsed her. Maybe he's driving that conversation because she is a smart woman. And I, I just, there's so many other things that I think would actually um, accelerate yep. her campaign beyond this conversation. Yep. And again, you're welcome to come out. We'd love to have you on because we want to see how smart you are when you're talking to somebody that knows what's going on. But this time, you don't just turn on a tape and badger me and then put the hit out because we're going to do this all summer long on every one of you. And look at this. So I'm looking it up. Did she vote? There's no record of her voting in 2020. I'm quite sure she did. Then I looked up me. Mm -hmm. I know I vote in 2020. There ain't no record of me voting. So we go back to Benson. Right. Why ain't there any fucking, where's the record of us voting? I can tell you who did vote. William Bradley <laughs> yeah. Sr. The 118-year-old dead man. He voted. 
Isn't that a better thing for her to talk about? Like, hey, I voted. Why does it say I didn't? It's a mess. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and Ricky get- has some great commercials. <laughs> that, 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 right. That's what I was going to say, Karen. He, <laughs> he's he's capitalizing on that. Rinky, yeah. Because he's that, the only guy yeah. with money. So let's review zombie actor. Benson G's <laughs> Karamo G's <laughs> Kelly G's <laughs> Whitmer G's <laughs> Stabbing off. Can I get a ride? <laughs> Dug it. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Deuces. Deuces. <laughs>